Alaska and then I do eventually get my gee. Don't I'll just hell, man. I've got chicken tikka chasney in my fucking finger now. So they a really weird stripper name. Yeah. Chicken Tika Chesney. To the stage. Chicken Tika Chesney. I know. Broke more. All right. Bro. We're taking you back to Bombay with that booty. I don't know if I'm hungry <laughs> or horny. <laughs> I often get them confused. I often think it's when Paul comes on the show, things get fucking strange. Yeah. And I just sit here and look at the thing, by the way. It's just your mere presence. Are we good? There's nothing well. mere about my presence, I can assure you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very, very, very special edition of Perth Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, the 50th fucking episode. Number five. Zero. A round of applause on the table. Not too loud, my daughters are sleeping. <laughs> I'm your host, Jordan Patch, and joined as always by my co-host, the ever graceful Mr. Michael Dots. The... 50th word with dots? Ooh. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, 49th Give or take. actually, isn't it? Give 49th? Well, did I miss one? Well, you never did episode one, did you? Oh, no. You never episode done any episodes until the pilot. <laughs> oh, I didn't do the pilot, pilot. yeah. This is an unnumbered word with dots. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. I like that one. That's, that's, that's true. That was good. That was good. Go. Pulled out a bag. That's a special one to start off with. Yeah, here we go. Nice one. It's one time I got a good one. Andy Mack on the ones and twos. What's happening? We're joined this week. Well, I'll do the sponsor first. How's your boiler, Mike? It's actually uh, pretty cold in here. Yeah. Because the boiler's not doing too good. Don't know if you know this, but you could benefit from a heating system flush. Oh, I could. Which could be provided by our special guest, Mr. Paul Patrick of Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating. I know a guy. <laughs> He's got an email address. I know a guy. I've got an email address, but you can't have it. <laughs> do it right now. It's cold. <laughs> do it right now, please. Paul Patrick Plumbing and Heating on Facebook. Thank you. And then Paul is actually here for the first time to see... The things his wonderful sponsorship has acquired us. We have microphones. Yeah. Colourful microphones. Colourful microphones. <laughs> yeah. Colourful microphones. That's what it's bought. We have nice a selection one. of microphone muffs. Nice. You can pick your own colour. I love a muff. <laughs> pick a colour of your muff. <laughs> pick a colour, you bastard. I <laughs> uh, suppose joined us just to join in on some random chat. Yeah, yeah we decided there's nothing super special. We're just going to shoot the shit for this, this episode. Nothing super special. Apart from your presence. That's fine. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on that your for a second. Your presence. <laughs> <laughs> there's no food. There's no drinking. Nothing like that. <laughs> well, well, you know what? I, we should have. I was going to get some beers. I should have. But you know what we should do? We should, you know, maybe we should tell everyone. We picked up some new listeners along the way who haven't started from episode one. So we should start off talking about how the podcast got started. Yeah. Um, how we got to this point. And maybe I was thinking about maybe going through a couple of episodes, maybe reading through some of the, the, the things that, that uh, Andy is nice enough to put on there. Maybe it'll jog our memories a bit since we're so unprepared. <laughs> and uh, we can talk some shit about them. Okay, well, what we do, what we usually do then, you can, uh, well, I say usually, we don't remember to do it. You can get in contact with us at monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Have we had any feedback from the episode that we dropped today? <laughs> <laughs> we have had some feedback, yeah. Um... So Andy Henderson, good friend of the show, uh, he wrote, FYI, Mongol Jibes needs to be my new fantasy team name. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? Our last guest came on to say she, she had a choice of either moving to China or Mongolia, but couldn't bear the Mongol Jibes. Oh, so. my God. 
we did think that might have been an episode title, but then we thought maybe not because no, no, might no, look no, at no, that no, and no, be no. like, but it's totally not. Wrong yeah, we're not making fun of anybody. It's Mongol, I as in Mongol. Not, yeah. So, okay. Why are you looking at me when you said that? <laughs> I'm nothing. Um, I'm just adding something to the list. Hold on. Um, you want to read the rest? Yeah, I'll read out the rest. So Andy, Andy's known for. Oh, Andy is known for keeping it straight with us yeah. on the football field and all the football it straight field. Straight with almost anyone he's ever met in his life. <laughs> so he says, also, to be candid, the eating segment of the pod was garbage to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been great if you went live, cut it from the pod, then told people on the pod to check it out on Facebook or something. Fair yeah, enough. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they receive all criticism really well, but they're saying you're not allowed to speak again ever. So don't ever criticize the show again, I think. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> nah, that's fair, that's fair enough. Like. I did think about cutting it out, but then again, it was such a large part of the podcast. It that, was. And it wasn't yeah. easy just to just like cut it out, if that makes sense. There's banter you, intertwined. You've, you've got to bookend those conversations and mm-hmm. that as well. So, yeah. well, so we, we take off here, we're still learning. Do you know what I mean? It's the first 50. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I have said, I did say to the guys earlier on, I was like, I don't think we should ever eat anything on the podcast. Nah, again. I think fair we'll, we'll, keep any, we'll, we'll keep any interest in food things to live videos. So we take your point on Andy. You're still a dick, but we love you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Saying that, Rachel, who we did comment on, uh, Rachel, she says when people eat on like podcasts and radio shows, there's like a recognized condition that drives people mental. But she uh, she said she managed to listen on. She thought the hilarity that ensued throughout the episode was excellent. Yeah, it was. And she good. also said Andy was a legend. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Andy's response to getting the T-shirt was the most genuine response to anyone ever getting a gift I've ever seen. It was like Christmas. Oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, mate. I saw comments on the thing that said Peter Pan. Somebody commented on it. It was like Peter Pan with a timestamp on it, and I was just like pure celebrating over there. I was like, did I genuinely come across as like a child and that excited? I think it's because we couldn't decide whose eyes were across Barack Obama's face. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was either Tinkerbell or Peter Pan. Ah, but you did okay. look, honestly, you looked like a bear at Christmas. I yeah. watched that video back, it was amazing, man. Yeah. I love that t-shirt, I just love it, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I've, I've got it lined up, that's now my comfy hoose t-shirt because it's so stretchy. I know, once I get in better shape, I'll start wearing it. No, yours was actually, <laughs> yours was one that looked like it could be worn out in public. Yeah, I know, I know. If it was like a normal fabric, I probably would wear it out What fabric was it? It's kind of like it's like it's almost like Under Armour. Li- yeah, oh, right. yeah. It's, it's, like it's effectively like a rash guard. That's oh, effectively what it yeah. is. Yeah, nice. good for the nipples if you're yeah. running or something. It'd be I'll great. Stick, I'll, be, uh, I'll tell you, I went for a uh, a, a job interview um, not that long ago, and I wore a brand new shirt, nice suit, looking sharp. Yeah. Fuck me, my nipples got rubbed <laughs> red raw. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I was yeah. like in the interview, like. Oh, that's really sore. I, I have not I had that like, once. Wore a like a brand new football strip to just like a kickabout, mm. and the badge like it was like, oh, it was like an oh, Ironman badge, but like the inside of it was like it was sharp like edges. Don't they put something on the inside? Well, you put a sock on the inside. Is it not runners or something? Or is it not runners? Runners get. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a joke. I runners seen it on nipples. Run Fat Boy Run. I thought that's dead funny. Yeah. And I was in the job interview, and all I could think of was Fat Boy Run. Fat Boy Run. Because Imagine I think I should have put fucking plasters on my nipples. Imagine you had bloody nipples at a job interview. You are not getting that job. You are not getting that. I know if you sat and rubbed your nipples, either you're getting the job uh, yeah. for the wrong reasons, or you've been put on a list. And it just it, it was so sore, and it's only just started it to get it yeah, genuinely yeah. stings. I remember like it, it was like 15 minutes and an hour long game of football happened to me and the whole 45 minutes I wanted to greet. Ah, I considered like <laughs> faking pulling a hamstring so I could just go and stand in the goal. I was trying to do a test at the time. I was trying to do an assessment at this, and my 
the burning was unbelievable. <laughs> Did you write nipple anywhere on your assessment? Can I go to the toilet, please? <laughs> Imagine they took just my shirt off, just came in. back in with just the jacket and the tie on. <laughs> just walked in and you're just splashing cold water on your nipple. What are you Plastic looking at? We're doing, doing, doing it again. We're doing it again. The show's starting never to seen a man. Yeah. You're going to start know, talking about nipples. I had a funny story. What are you looking at? I've never seen it. I've been quiet for about five minutes, so I thought I'd better say something. Oh man! I've just had a wee look there where you guys were chatting about ways to maybe prevent nipple chafing. All right, um, <laughs> I love <laughs> None of us are that active in order to the, have nipple chafing. The general consensus is actually to put uh, band aids, so put plasters on on your right. nipples. Taking them off. If you've got the can the hair round. Yeah. Oh, them yeah. Wait for this next one. This guy here <laughs> says that he uses super glue. <gasps> And it says, seriously, it comes off without problems. Make sure it's dry before putting it on your shirt. Also try a tighter fitted shirt. I switched to this for running and put a little bit of lube on. And I don't have any mm. problems now. Posted mm. by Terry G. Wow. Terry G. Terry G. Mm. Terry G. Terry the G. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Every, everyone knows saliva is the best lube anyway, so I'll just spit down my chest. And <laughs> but could you imagine you put? Could you imagine you put the, the? Could you imagine you put the super glue on like too late and the shirt on too early, and then you forget that you've got super glue on your nipple and the shirt's actually adhesed to your nipple, and you try and take your shirt off whilst forgetting that there's super glue on. Ouch. This is the strangest oh. series of conversations. Well, nipple talks, yeah. yeah. I'm really sorry. I seem to bring the show down. <laughs> you do. Oh, you <laughs> do. Man, we, had a, we had an actual episode entitled the other day, I've shit myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain level of maturity and class that people do not expect from this show. I, I, I know for a fact you've got a new listener, so I better give him a shout out. Yeah, go for it. Paddy Mannion has started listening. Paddy Mannion, shout out. One of my best mates, so he says he was going to listen again. So, uh, he enjoyed it. Very Good much, man. So Thanks, Paddy. Uh, yeah, I had some feedback from a guy I know from work, a young reprobate called Dylan, <laughs> um, who said he listened for the first time. Uh, thanks, Andy. And uh, he said he finally got loaned to, and it was a good wee listen. Aww. And uh, like I said, I went to. Um, I went to jiu-jitsu for the first time on Monday with Chuff mm-hmm. up at Fair City Jiu-Jitsu with Steve O'Grey. Yeah. Uh, me and Chuff went up to the, the beginners and the fundamentals class on Monday. Um, brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, fucking really nice atmosphere. <laughs> what? Man, look, man. You man. bloodshot eyes, man. Oh, my eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> You're eating bars. I've just come back for there. I had a session the other night. Uh-huh. Um, couldn't make it through to Dundee, but when I can't make it through to the Origin Clubs in Dundee, mm-hmm. I go through to Steve's. Uh-huh. It's closer. Brilliant club. Great so guy. good, man. Like, uh, there's a couple of times where obviously Steve Steve was wandering about like coaching everyone and uh, there was a couple of maybe more experienced guys rolling that kind of seen me and Megan doing something wrong came over and said like Ken try this look try and do that and like correct the form and that eh? so brilliant man it, it's always strange and I was saying this to my pal today especially a lot of like combat sports and that you can always get that sort of biggest guy in the gym mentality but there was none of that kind of no egos no attitudes man just like Nice. Everyone just rolling about, just can. We've spoke about that before. Though. Yeah. It's one of the yeah. few apps that that your ego has to be left at the door. It, you can't go into a, a gym where you're forced to tap out or die, because mm-hmm. that's what will happen. You leave a choke on too long. You're basically when you tap, you're basically thanking that person for not killing you. Yeah. But so like, you can't have an ego. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was, it? It, was, it was it was hooked, man. Like so, the, the next day there was like there was a bit I couldn't quite figure out of the move that he was trying. Was it you called the pendulum, pendulum sweep? Pendulum sweep. But couldn't I couldn't quite figure out when we were doing it. The next day I was sitting, found myself on my lunch break sitting watching jujitsu videos on my phone. Oh. Ken just like it's taking hold of um, you. It was brilliant. The thing is, it was just great to watch. And then, like, you watch Steve like showing the example in the middle. 
and like obviously because he's just he's sitting doing it almost flawlessly mm. while speaking to the whole class and he's making sure that he's turning around so everyone can see what he's doing and he's explaining every single move that he's doing and why he's doing that and what like the pros and cons and the mistakes you don't want to make so I definitely I'd recommend if, if you've even got a slight interest say it was at fun, Beginners and Fundamentals on a Monday and a Wednesday night you're asking me I run my own jiu-jitsu school and you're to- totally Okay. Doing this guy's jiu-jitsu school over mine, and I'm your brother. Oh, okay. what's yours called? I'm on Lake Shulkin. No, Steve's class is really good, Brilliant. and I would recommend it, and I have recommended it to people who can't obviously get through to the one in Stewart or the one in Dundee. I mean, talent's talent. You can't, you know, you have to be able to... <laughs> Mike, yeah. I fucking pan off yeah, yeah. you, man. <laughs> that that was like proper <laughs> rocket fuel, and you're trying to pass it around sorry, to sorry. <laughs> that, uh, So, yeah... Back to what I was saying was um, you can't you can't lie about things like that. And Steve's class is really really good. Brilliant. So if you can't make it through any of the origin class, you have to make it through the fair city. It's local, and he's really really good. That was, and they were saying that as well. There was like there was faces. I kept looking around and like recognizing folks' faces. Nobody to place them whatsoever. And it wasn't until we started putting posts up for the show this week that. I realised the folk that listen to the podcast, and I was like, "That's where I can your face." Well, the last time I was on, everybody said they were going to go along to their first class, I know. and they were going to record that. I know. I've been. <laughs> did you record that? No, I didn't. Okay. So you didn't come through. You're just as bad as I am. Hey, did <laughs> they start getting white because you've had a couple of drinks? Can pendulum sweep the shit out of you now? <laughs> just wait, lie down on the floor. And fall between his guard. <laughs> fall between his guard. Yeah, just let me put my legs around you, All and right, we'll see who's boss. Oh boy, I've been in so many parties. I'm like, I'm on this. <laughs> Have you seen the sorry the, the no touch videos, the no touch martial art videos? No, the ones that Joe Rogan puts on uh, his Instagram. The fake martial art, legit as fuck. It is hilarious. It's these guys that totally believe their chi can stop an attack. Yeah, and they don't touch you. And when you go to punch them, they are like Are you can can the shit for Street Fighter, <laughs> and the, the the guy falls onto oh the ground. Oh my god. It's, I've seen, I've seen a video where a guy is, he, was, he was telling a pro fighter he's like ah no my cheek can stop your punch but they're so, on their knees at the time ah, ah. so the guy's like sitting there and he goes and he holds his hands up in front of his face but like so there's a gap in the middle <laughs> he turns his palms to face the guy's like go and punch me and the guy's like ah. <laughs> the guy just goes, what's it called no just, touch it's no touch martial arts martial arts alright put that fake, on the Facebook fake, page yeah oh, fake jujitsu shit so funny man yeah. uh, Joe Rogan puts loads on if I even fake jujitsu shit just fake shit <laughs> Joe Rogan puts loads on on his Instagram and he's like nah man this is legit as fuck nah. <laughs> they try to pass it off as some form of like jujitsu or sambo or some sort of grappling shit half is the time like, 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 the, guy's, like, the guy goes to punch he grabs your pinky and twists yeah, you and you're on the deck like oh no, no that was Kung Fu Panda that wasn't actually a, a, a video a documentary, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, has anyone else been up to anything interesting this week before we start getting into a bit of a special edition chat? Um, no, not really. I, I, I know for a fact oh. our guest has been up to some shit, and I want to hear this story. Oh, so yeah, that people yeah, yeah. Can hear. Go ahead. You have, I think you have an admission you want to make. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this started at the weekend. I got bored. Yeah, we were in Tesco's, me, my, my darling wife, my long-suffering <laughs> darling wife. Bless uh, you. Bless you. Um, and my middle daughter, Nicole. And we, we walked past the Halloween bit, and there was um, a, a gorilla mask on the wall. I thought, I'm having that. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to wear that. So I walked around Tesco's with a gorilla mask on and periodically scaring kids and old people. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious because the folk that were really trying not to look they were the ones that were laughing the most and I thought this is great so I went, the attention I'm getting I went round Tesco's with the mask on got to the counter kept it on 
decided I'm driving home with this mask on. <laughs> so I kept I kept the mask on as I drove home. And when I got home, I thought this is great because like everybody in the cars when we're stopping at like two lanes, yeah, there was kids freaking out because <laughs> their passenger side was closer to me because I was driving. Yeah. So there was one particular uh, youngin that went ah and mom and the mum turned and went ah. <laughs> It was brilliant. And another one, she drove round the roundabout and nearly crashed her car into the curb. Oh, my God. Superb. <laughs> so to follow on, I thought, you know, th this is great, scaring kids and stuff. So I ordered, I ordered a full gorilla suit off Amazon. Oh, <laughs> and it came today. Nice. And so I put it on without telling any of the kids that play in the street or anything like that. And I'll just run. I'm talking the hands, the feet, the body, the, the head. We'll put a photo up. So I ran around the street chasing kids and they were freaking out, absolutely freaking out. And I thought, I can't stop this here. I'm addicted now. <laughs> so I drove <laughs> down. My, my, my daughter still doesn't know it's me. So I don't know if she's going to listen to this podcast and this is a confession. <laughs> But got the full suit on, got my wife to drive me down to North Mutant to her boyfriend's flat. Oh, no. <laughs> Ran right up to the boy the, the window at her boyfriend's flat, banged on the window going, ah! They stood up, they, they freaked, they looked at the window and didn't know whether to laugh or cry. So I started flipping them the bird and giving them the finger going, ah! And then I took off, ran around the block and jumped into the wife's the, the car and the wife drove off. It was hilarious. Brilliant. So I'm sorry, Louise, if you listen to the podcast. If you don't listen, then you'll still be wondering who that was. Because okay. I still haven't admitted it to you. <laughs> good put on on Halloween if you've got folk trick-or-treating at your door. Yeah. Absolutely. That's folk Ken Paul. Absolutely. Folk Ken Paul live there, so So the folk that do come deserve it. Because right, yeah. they <laughs> should know that I live there. I used to, been like, warned. I didn't really live in a place, but there's not a lot of kids in, but where I used to live, there used to be. And I used to, used to turn on my lights off. Oh, fuck it, I have no interest mm, in the little crappy old man. I'm not bored. I don't hear their shite jokes. But they don't even tell jokes now. They just, hi, give us some money. Oh, they had to or tell me. The one the year I did way. it. One year I did it, they just put their hands in it. I was like, tell me a joke. I'm not going to jokes. <laughs> you're not getting any fucking sweeties in. I'll oh, get the fuck out of here. Jesus nah, Christ. What's the point? I think it's a lot. The point uh, is to give kids candy. That's the point. <laughs> as long as they go to people's door that they know, I think there's, I ah. think it's a bit different now when they if they go to say old people's or yeah. there's a lot more people with the mental health issues now that really yeah. don't want people and like that like, going to the door. It can scare the you shit. You send out of them. your bairns to somebody's door and a fucking gorilla answers. I've not starts that, yeah, lobbing okay. their lobbing his own shite at these bairns. <laughs> yes, you've just added to it. Perfect. <laughs> it's a melted Snickers kid. Don't you know worry what about I'm going to get? I'm going to get it's almond butter. A tub of almond butter, and as soon as they ring that doorbell, I'm going to rain down hellfire with <laughs> almond butter and dressed as a gorilla. Brune hellfire. Yeah. Mike, you been up there then? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not scaring the shit out of the kids. Um, I can't get my phone open. There we go. Um. Yeah, not not been up to too much. I did have an issue, the ongoing issue with Game Pass, though. <laughs> uh, for for those of you who don't know, Game Pass is a as an NFL app that I use to watch all the NFL games that aren't on Sky. So, like the first week that I had it, I was enraged because it was all kind of staticky and fucked up, and I was like, I had to go to my friend's house to watch it. It's been good ever since, mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? I want a payment back. I was like, because it was fucked up in August, but the season had started, and I was like, I'll let them get them shit started. I'll let them get their shit sorted. I want a payment back, though. So I've been harassing these people for like the last month by email. Mm. And so like the last like three emails that I've sent, they've just been like, we're going to cancel your account. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, hold on. Jeez, I didn't like, say cancel it. I, I just want one payment back. And they were like, then they were like, well, we can't do this, blah, blah, blah. So then my, the most recent email they sent me, they were like, we're going to cancel your account. 
So I didn't send anything back because I was at work when I first got it. And then I got home. It was like, you're going to have a payment refunded. We're going to cancel your account. And it, I went to log Never. in and they fucking canceled it. And I'm, now I'm, I'm fucking raging because like, I wanted to watch some football tonight. I wanted to watch the Giant game and I can't watch it. It so, probably saved you some hassle having to watch the Giants on me. That's true because they're terrible. But um, I, so I was just going to sign up again. I was like, oh, well, I could just use that money to sign up. But they want me to pay for the entire year. So yeah. now they only gave me one payment back. So now I'm basically paying more yeah. for it. And I'm like, nah, I'm, so I'm not So you already doing paid that. for the whole year as well? No. So I think they broke it down into four payments, and I've paid three already. So I only so two payments I would have given them by this point. So I was like, no, I don't want to pay any more. Now I'm paying more. I'm going to have to pay them more to get the NFL back. <laughs> this is what happens when you complain. <laughs> but no, don't don't I, fuck. I remember the American companies. I want payment back. No. I snooped around and I found the, the, the video people. I found their CEO and I emailed him directly. I thought it would have bounced back. I put his name at the company mm. and I emailed him and didn't bounce back yet. So hopefully he sees it in the morning or his PA sees it. You're just going to get that knock on your doors like, can you please leave this money alone? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but so I showed the email to somebody and they said that the whole thing was refunded. And I was like, I don't think the whole thing has been refunded. So I'm going to double check and make sure after the show and see what's up. But like Taking um, it to the NFL, sticking yes, it to the man. Sticking to the man as I give them another 130 pounds to watch <laughs> grown men team, run into each other. your team get absolutely pumped? Yeah, it's... Uh, well, OBJ is doing interviews with Lil Wayne for some reason. For some, we don't know why yeah. he was doing interviews with OBJ. It was funny because I was listening to something else today. I know we're kind of going off on a sports tangent. Should but, we just call this sports? Yeah. It, Sports? Sports. <laughs> uh, let's get ready to It's the 50th show. We can do whatever the fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're listening to us. <laughs> so um, I just want to hear that sick fucking but sports. But thank you, Joe, for listening. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank, thank you for listening. Thank you. Please continue to listen. We love all of you. So Sorry, carry on. They, they just paid OBJ like $90 million. And uh, his dad is on Instagram complaining about the guy that just cut the check for $90 million. And it's like... Do not do that. He just gave you ninety million. He gave your son ninety million dollars. Leave him alone. Yeah, like to be honest with you, for ninety million dollars, they could literally just fill Odell, field Odell, and go up, win the game yourself. <laughs> you're playing you O sure? line. You're playing quarterback. Well, if they didn't have a noodle arm Manning for a. Did you see? Was that not a couple of weeks ago that OBJ threw the touchdown I pass? He threw pass. a touchdown yeah. pass. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. I always said that I wished Paul had come and played linebacker for the Hurricanes. Oh. Because that would have been amazing to watch. There's still time. There's still time. I mean, honestly, I'll do it for the game. Just go do down. And then literally, I think linebacker is just if you like kill that person. <laughs> that person. It's a little bit more than that. But yeah, <laughs> if that, if that per- no, but that's what I'd like to see Paul do. Yeah. I'd like to see him go full water boy. We'll, like. put, it, we'll put him in on, on running down. <laughs> da- I would. I've, I'll tell you what. You come to one jujitsu class. I'll play a game if you can talk your coach and let me play one game. <laughs> we'll message Ross, see what we can do. Yeah, I know. We'll That's record the- that shit as well. <laughs> you getting carted off for trying yeah. to choke out the quarterback. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> the linebacker appears to have removed the QB's helmet and has now got him in a Kimura lock, it would seem. <laughs> oh, there's his arm bone. That's uh, him. him fucked. Joe Rogan comes in. Oh, my God, he's going to break it. <laughs> um, yes. You heard our new sports tune, actually. 
You know what? Andy done a new sports tune. I'll play it to you after. Andy's tunes are the fucking bomb, by the way. They are. They're good. I, I had to message him after I heard one of them on Instagram, and then I'll just listen to them all. I, I think I messaged you, didn't I? Didn't I, I message did, you? Uh, you did. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> it good. was like, fucking hell. Ah, oh, man. You have to check that out if you can. It's amazing. Just check out his hip-hop stuff, man. That's what I think the that's album, what was... The album's on Spotify, uh, Beast. I know, that's that's what it was. Uh, the beat he hit me up was actually one that's on the new World Deluxe album. Oh, hi! So, Ken, you'll hear that soon enough. Pat your song on the it back It was amazing, there, you need to check that out. So, um, there was, there's not been much in the way of sports. I did read something to say that... Sorry, do you want to do some more NFL? No, 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 no more I think he's have spoke good. about Conor McGregor. Well, that's yeah. what I was just yeah. about to go on to. I wanted to actually get your opinion on the, the ruckus. <laughs> so I know it's, well, I know we're a couple of weeks out, however, we can make it relevant because... It's not basically left the news anyway. Yeah, so the Nevada uh, Athletic, I think just today, the, the Nevada Athletic Commission moved to release half of Khabib's purse and they're both indefinitely suspended pending further investigation. Yeah, because they both need to appear in front of the commission at some point in December. So the date's been set for that. It's uh, start of December. They both have to appear there. And so that'll be like a month suspension. Did anyone, after the did anyone see Connor release a statement on the, the actual fight? On the actual fight, yeah. No. He done, he done a breakdown of what his version of <coughs> events every round. And what did you think of that? Uh, I mean, he's a fighter. He's uh, he done the right. Th he he's done what a fighter's meant to do and and give his version of events and not make it like, yeah, I got my ass kicked. Because mm -hmm. as an athlete, you're not supposed to admit when you're beat. Yeah. He got his ass fucking kicked, yeah. but he's not actually said that. Mm. And But he's kind of said it, if you know what I mean. He's, he said, he's he worded said, it really, really cleverly. He said like, he was beat fair and square, and he made but some... But he didn't say he got his ass whopped. Yeah, no, he did not. Did you think he did get his ass whipped? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, what absolutely. About the, what about the first round where, like you said, he said that, obviously, we've had him on the ground, but he didn't inflict any damage. He, he, he got that's what Khabib does though so he didn't stop Khabib from doing it he's had f two years to prepare for that fight Jing two ring, years Jing ring rust had anything to do with it I didn't uh, think did you he, Nick Diaz hit the nail on the head the, Nick Diaz done a short interview and he said that uh, Connor's still relatively new to the game mm -hmm. right I mean but he's a pioneer mm -hmm. and he's a new version of what MMA is going to be mm -hmm. but Nick Diaz said when he first seen him walking out he did not look like the old Conor McGregor no and it, his coach, Conor McGregor's coach, said it's basically like Rocky Three. He's had the money, and he's too comfy. Wow. He wants to go back old school, just the old sh like shit gym, mm. and and train really, really hard with no press, nothing at all. Go back to the old school way mm. of training, if a rematch is called for. But he hasn't earned a rematch. Well, I think he said now he's, in his statement that he says he'll fight whoever it is, even if it's who's next in line. Mm. And I'd like to see. I'd like but to next see next in line's Tony Ferguson, and he Absolutely. should be fighting Khabib. And I honestly, I'm fucking wet for that fight. Nah. Oh uh, yeah, no, man, absolutely. Is, They're saying that decides the best lightweight of all time in my eyes. Oh, I definitely. Well, just, just quite over. But I, I thought that in like my limited, limited knowledge of the fight game, I thought Connor didn't look sh as sharp as he usually did. He, he, he looked awful walking out. I, th I think he looked like it was like tired. I don't know that he was flat. Mm. His, his muscle tone wasn't there. I just didn't. I don't think I he thought, looked right. I didn't think he seemed himself in a lot of the press conferences. I thought he seemed hyper. <laughs> ah, yeah. I, think, I think there was something behind that. Ah, yeah. Because <laughs> you see, he's always he's always been he's always been measured, and his smack talk's always been not eloquent, but like mm. legible. Whereas he just I, seemed to be like fucking like, oh, you're a nurse. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. He had a couple of good lines, but as soon as he started hitting on the religion thing, and as soon as he started hitting on Khabib's dad, and he went too far. And I'll tell you, the thing that happened after the fight. Mm -hmm. 
that was Dana White's fault. By putting they, it was like they, they, they threw, they let him do everything he wanted to do. Mm. And uh, any man, I mean, what would you do if someone was bad? Well, I definitely, definitely. And then yeah. uh, Catholicism or, you know, your mm. kids, your, your, your missus, any, anything like that. Mm. It, you smash them in the octagon and then you walk away and hold up your belt and say, I told you so. You don't then jump into the crowd and start fucking baiting. I don't, I don't think so. But he robbed himself of his moment so. of glory. He robbed he himself did. of his he, moment of glory. But I, do, I don't disagree it. with you. I don't. I d- but it's a, it's a, it's a different take on it. It's like I've, as a, as a fighter, a violent person. Then if anybody yeah. says you have to be violent to be a fighter, because if you're not violent, what you find, you're not a fighter. Yeah. yeah. But if you put, if you have to sit there. And listen to this guy talk about your dad, talk about your country. And you come for a country where they walk about with machine guns and shit. And, 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 and you're not allowed to say <laughs> nothing back because your coach has said, if you say something back, you're going to lose. It's like a pressure cooker. And it, if you're, if obviously, <coughs> if, if someone's had a fight before, you'll know what you feel like after you've won a fight. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm just fucking, what if I fucking told you? And then there's a guy outside shouting at you. And you're like, come on, fuck yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and then you just go because it's more than a fight now. He's slagged your family. I think as well, Dana, Dana White putting the the stuff for the bus in the promos. Absolutely. That seemed like that's, that was some straight that's up too far. That yeah. And seeing the, the guys, sorry for interrupting you, mate, but the, the guy's throwing a, a fucking dolly <laughs> at a window at you and you have to sit and shut up. And then he slags your dad, then he slags your country, then he slags your religion. That's how you fucking shift 2.4 million pay-per-view units, boys. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely. That's, that's, a, that's a page it, straight out of Vince McMahon's book. Like, mm. did you not know, see there's this? I, I, it's I, becoming more pro wrestling. I, I, I didn't watch the wrestling, me. but I seen this on Twitter the other night. So they've got this this faction in the wrestling just now called the Shield. And it's like three guys come down in SWAT gear, and one of them, one of the one of the members came out the other day and was like, "I'm gonna have to go away for a bit and relinquish the title because I've actually got leukemia." Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Roman, Reigns, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, and then news. later on that night, the remaining two members of the Shield won the tag titles, and then the other one turned on the other one and battered fuck out of them. Oh, and one of the memes I seen was like that. We can't have them turn on each other, man. Roman Reigns has just got fucking come out with leukemia, man. They'll, they'll hate this guy. And it's just a gif of Vince McMahon going, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, that's what it is. That's Vinnie Mac. That's, that's brilliant. Well, Vince, Story Vince, Vince, McMahon, uh, Vince, really Vince McMahon said, uh, he goes, I can never market real fights because you never can who's going to win. Yeah, and it's almost impossible, and it's like you, you see it now. Like obviously, Connor's made his money, mm. but that's him now been beat by Nate Diaz, and obviously he won the rematch. Mm. However, like you say, Khabib ragdolled him. Mm. So how much more like magic can you have? It unless he comes back eventually and rematches Khabib and wins. He's got to start from the beginning and, and work his way up again. And if you see <laughs> that magic that he had against Aldo and Alvarez and that, then I yeah, well, that's, that's a, a, everybody loves a comeback story. You can't write him off though. But be like, humble with this yeah, thing. No, David, you can't write him off at all though because like, you don't sleep a guy like Cozy Aldo in 14 seconds and not have skills. I yeah. don't think. Does anybody think it's something to do with USADA? What do you reckon they've... Uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot of guys that used to have the explosives. I don't know. I'm not 100%. Don't hate me. But... Since Usada came in, there's been a lot of top dudes started to look no so invincible ah. anymore. Oh, well, you, okay. I've, I've said this before about most sports. I would like to see a league. I would like to see most yeah. sports where they just allow, like, enhanced things. Can you Every fucking sport should ah. just allow it. Just July the first, two thousand and fifteen, was the introduction of the USADA, so the Usada. Uh, anti-doping program and that fight was in November or December 2015 against Aldo so it was still 
So even when he fought Aldo, there had been uh, USADA testing in place for nearly six months prior to that fight. Did you hear Joe Rogan say about Aldo, though? Yeah. Yeah, he's flatter now. And then he went, ah, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, there is way, apparently there's ways to hide it. John Jones was managed to hide it. There's, oh, they've all got serious, serious doctorates. I'm to sure they're all on it. Absolutely. Oh, they can't you, do a sport like that and not be. I'm you see, Have you seen... How, what kind of shape Chuck Liddell was in just now? TRT. Did you see TRT. him hitting the pads in the video? No. Have you not seen it no. yet? I saw it a couple hours before I came down, man. It's like watching uh, an old man throwing kicks and punches, but then watching that old man do it in like half speed as well. Oh, it was like, fuck, bro, you're 48 years old, yeah. man. Knock it off. Do you not think it's a shame head. that he needs to do this? Yeah, yes, it is. Does he need to? Is it like a money thing? I, I, well, well, he's, he's doing the third fight against Tito, and he's what he is it, did he not win them both? Yeah, he won, knocked so, them out. So what's what's he got to prove? Uh, no, I'll double check that. I think it was both by TKO. Is it a trilogy? It is a trilogy. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's two fights. I think he's beat him twice. <coughs> but that's that's um, oh, doesn't the UFC should be looking after the guys that help make the UFC what it oh, is. Aye, yeah. Aye, should be some sort of retirement. What do you, what do you think about, um, just to go on another UFC tangent, but Cormier saying that he reckons John Jones has grassed in a few boys and that's why he got the reduced sentence? Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen someone like that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's the same as... Uh, I don't know if it's the same as grass somebody up you get off of the crime. I mm. don't know. Maybe. I'd like to. I just want someone. I hate. It was John Jones was brilliant. I used to love watching him fight, but mm. it's not like you take a steroid and then all of a sudden you grow superpowers. No, you've I, got to put the work in as mm. well, you and do, you've got to yeah. have talent. But he's, he's he's like you see it in all sports. There's these every now and again. There's these boys who have just got this this natural ability, mm. man, like Paul Gascoigne in football, George Best in football, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson. Do you know what I mean? Like who, who didn't especially maybe only putting in all the work, but mm. can eventually get to a point where they can just rock up mm. and just do it. Like the amount of games that Paul Gascoigne played where he'd been out till five in the morning getting off his napper. Yeah, but you also seen the age, the, uh, the yeah, coming of yeah, age, yeah, when yeah. it hit them, it was yeah, like all yeah. of a sudden you're like, mm, uh, yeah. I think that's what's happened with Conor as well. I, I generally do. I think, well, yeah, I think I, he's like, no, now he's been shown that he's not invincible and the left hand sometimes doesn't land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and he got dropped with a right hand as well because of the way Khabib was dropping levels and he faked the takedown. Uh, and he just forgot about the hands. Well, John yeah, was John perfect. Kavanaugh was when he was on Joe Rogan. Connor's coach was talking about. Um, he goes, "It's it, the technique in that right hand was it was not what a striking coach That's would exactly touch it. It was it was so unorthodox that if he was to work on his striking, Khabib's coach would work that out of him because mm. it was so." The form was not he great. It was just hand. it was just a, a wild swing, and mm. that's why Connor just never seen it coming. He was also the the way he kind of threw it. Connor's looking more for these takedowns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you concentrate more on the takedowns, you don't throw as hard a punch mm -hmm. because if you miss, the guy's just coming under you. Yeah. Mm. But Jenga is a bit like Rocky Three because um, Kavanaugh was on when he was on the show. He was saying that well, he said it. He said it's Rocky Three. Yeah, he said he was like because he was like after he'd, he'd beaten Alvarez and he's sitting in the two titles. No. Ah, it was. No, he was, he, he, he was usually. I broke the two titles. He was like, "Well done, that's it. Pack it in now." Uh, he goes, "You've made more money than you can ever hope to make. You've come through relatively unscathed, which is not what mm -hmm. a lot of boys can say to the level that you're at now. Stop. Just mm -hmm. leave it there. It's been a pleasure." Mm -hmm. But he's saying that. Well, then I can obviously he'll be in at the positive spin. But he's saying Connor's not that type of guy. He's a competitor. Mm -hmm. He wants to compete. 
but at the same time, you're, I think you're right. That Rocky Three is a perfect analogy. It's like had a bear and uh, like travelled all over the world. It takes someone out of you. Oh, it I, changes a person. I know a couple. I remember uh, listening to an interview with a guy who was a wrestler, but obviously they work. 350 days of the year or something like that so crazy he yeah. went and bought himself a tour bus so that he didn't have to fly everywhere mm. so he drove everywhere to <laughs> is that your stomach yeah i told you i've been training today <laughs> got my ass kicked <laughs> and now i'm hungry the air you. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like um ah, he got, got himself a tour bus to reduce the impact on his knees Mm. Do you know what I mean? So he wasn't like sort of bunched up in an aeroplane for all these times. So he just drove from arena to arena, Jeez, so oh. he could get up and move around just to give a bit, of, give himself a bit of longevity. Can I can I give a shout out to Scott Malone who won his fight yeah. by TKO and Cage Warriors, he, and Ross Houston who won his. It was a war. It was a title fight on Cage Warriors as well. Um, both guys are going to end up in the UFC. Scott Malone's a friend of mine and my judo coach. Cage Warriors ninety eight. The one was that was just the there card? on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going away to watch it at some point this week. Scotty Yeah, absolutely. The the main event, uh, Ross Houston's from Inverness. Um, oh, cool. Highly, highly talented guy. Had a, a war to get that title. And my, like I say, my mate Scott for DMMA shooters, DMMA. Um, he 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 showed the world that he's not just a grappler. Uh, he's got a right hand. He's got the boy. In the, was it, it was, the right he's hand? Southpaw. So I'm so sure it was a right hook. Was that he, he scooped the boy and the boy just stumbled back and he just had him on the day and he just bang, nah. bang, bang, bang. But Scott's bang. always been a, a naturally talented dude mm-hmm. and he's he's just something different about the way he fights. I, I'm following him on Instagram and like the boy looks like his work ethic's brilliant, man. Like you see him like in a story, it's like 6.30 in the morning and he's been in the gym for an hour already and he goes away and works and that as but, well. But, but what, what he's got kids... Family, mm. he goes. He fits his training and and he manages to fit his his family life in. And I think he's a scaffolder. He works works as a scaffolder as well. So the boys he, and he goes away to Team Alpha Male as well. So mm, we'll right. try, you, should, you should try and get him on. Yeah, he's, he's I'll message him. We'll try and see if he can hook us up. Scotty, come on, my brother. Show hook us up. <laughs> get Don't forget the wee ones. <laughs> Remember the boys from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't care if we want to silly say we've done a bit of sports now, but mm-hmm. it's our, it's officially our fiftieth show. Yeah, been doing this for just over a year now. Do you, did you honestly think, honest question, that you would ever have got to fifty? Mate, I genuinely so the way this started, we were talking about podcasts in our fantasy basketball group chat once, and I said I'd love to date, and Mike chucked a message in saying there was an app that you could date yourself. So me and Matt got together in my living room, 20 minutes talking about fucking Doctor Who or something. Feminism and Feminism Doctor Who. Feminism and Doctor Who and shit. Right. <laughs> I just, and like, I've been wanting to date for ages, man, because MD who knows me knows I'm good at talking and I date the majority of the day. Well, talking shit. <laughs> like, talking shit. <laughs> not talking anything sensical. Like, but didn't think, so I, I want to get a bit real. To be honest with you, it means a fucking lot. Anytime that somebody likes or comments or mm-hmm. says anything about the podcast or fucking folk come on and listen and just and the gifts we've got and just the general engagement we've had I never in a million years thought I would even if it this is as big as it gets mm-hmm. I'll be fucking happy for the rest of my days man so thank you to each and every one of you because it was just a bit of crack and then like you say me and Matt done the first one he fucked off to China so I remember I messaged was it that bad like ah, <laughs> she's like fuck this fuck this I'm <laughs> off fuck out of here yeah. but, uh, no I didn't like you say I messaged Dots because I know he, me and him listen to a lot we used to talk about podcasts all the time in the group yeah, chat yeah. so I was like do you want to do it and we sat and we'd done the first one in the living room on my phone. Mm-hmm. Done like the first, what was it, the first like 17? Yeah, I remember. It was the uh, first yeah, first 17. Yeah, first, first, eight, this one no. starts at 18. 
it starts at 18. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I did two before that, which were originally also on SoundCloud. If oh, and they got right. lost. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the lost episodes. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've probably got them on my hard drive somewhere. So I said, I think he's did 14. Aye. Okay. 14 on bumpers. I think. Came in for 15. I think what you've done, what you've all done, has been amazing. Like, you big up local business, you, you big up local people, and everybody yeah. in the town's taking notice now. Like if people approach me and and talk about you, my brother, and and that say how good it before. is. No, it's usually the other way. Excuse me, are you Paul Patrick's? No, no, <laughs> don't know him. Who's he? Um, Wait a minute, but, has uh, he ever hit you? Have you hit him? <laughs> no, and ah, yeah, that's my brother. Uh, we're very proud. We're very, like the family's proud of what Jordan's done, mate. And oh, obviously, you guys as well. Yeah. <laughs> After years it's of embarrassment new. and shame, <laughs> Mike's sinking that buys you the night, by the way. It's a celebration, man. It's a celebration it's of bad. life. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, God, mind the last time you took alcohol. You know what happened, and we were in the, oh damn! It's rough. Sip it buys you. Ah, Celebratory buys you. Uh, I'm just going to on it. I'm just going to sit here you, with man. my cup of tea. You. He's always away at fucking weddings this weekend. Cool. Fucking somewhere, Jordan. Oh okay. Yeah. I'll social, just sit here with my cup of tea. I'm a boogie and drink. I'm a social butterfly. Mate. I'm a social butterfly. But uh, no, but <laughs> I just had a thing about the other guys there. I'm a peacock. You've got to let me fly. <laughs> By the way, I saw that movie on a flight and the people next to me thought I was crazy because my daughters were sleeping already and I had tears coming down my face watching And I'm like, you know, you have your headphones in. It's loud on the plane anyway. And I'm like, Do you, are you watching what's going on on this screen? It's hysterical. I went out and I got the Blu-ray as soon as I landed. It was if so If I funny. was a lion and you were, you know, <laughs> you weren't even in my food group, I'd hunt you. <laughs> all over you. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. But no, it's, it is. It's, it's been awesome, man. Especially because it feels like we've managed to build up this wee network. Yeah. Do you know I mean? We're linked up with Barkwright and the CH3 and the Badlands. The Badlands, the Blending, Standout, Rana, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and the Housewife Mafia and all that. Groovement. Groovement. Do you know I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We've, like, we've all linked in, man. And it's been awesome to see that we've had so much love for already established things that were around town and like yeah. we've managed to help get people to take notice of things that are going on, like you say, the work that Rana's doing. Yeah. With the blending stand out. She she messaged uh I don't know, she she messaged yourselves as well. Yeah, yeah. The, I spoke to her the other day. There's yeah. a, they're doing the one year birthday at the new blend cafe in Dundee and she's asked us all to do go up and perform and that sort of weekend and we're doing it again on the ninth the ninth of November. So much on. It's December. Well, yeah. that's the December's the first oh, birthday. Okay, so you're right. You're right. You know right. I mean, like, and then, like, see, I got a chance to fucking do stand up, which is something I've wanted to do for years. Never thought I'd get a chance. You know I mean, this is the this is what led to that happening. So yeah, it's definitely opened up doors for you, though. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's something that I always wanted to do, mm. and I was thinking about doing it on my own, and I was kind of like, I can't talk up to myself. So I hats off to like guys like Howard Stern and just radio guys that could just talk and talk, and, and women, and just talk and talk and talk mm. for three hour shifts every day because yeah. that's craziness. That's, I always I'd, I'd, I'd love to do radio, but like you've definitely got a face for it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is with radio that yeah, you get a two hour show, but you're maybe only talking for. 2020. Even that yeah, man is like podcasts are a great medium for you can say whatever the fuck you want, whether it be bad yeah, or good. Yeah. It gives you a platform. You're no sitting like we've we've done all this ourselves. Do you know what I mean? 
Do you know what I mean? Up. Yeah, you know what I mean? We started, it literally really started for, we went for recording on an iPhone to not being sure whether the episode was going to actually load up <laughs> to then having Andy, we had the, the speaker in the middle of the table and then like say Paul kindly sponsored us, we were able to get decent microphones and some gear. We were I was wondering when you are going to bring that up. Yeah. I mentioned Thanks, it at the start of the episode. <laughs> You've that, had your 10 episodes now. Jesus. That was always the worst when we would be recording on the phone and then we'd be like, all right, see you later, Jordan. And then I'd go to bed or something and I'd get a message from Jordan like, oh, something's going wrong. It's not uploading. I'm like, God damn it, Jordan. I would actually go to the point where I'd be scared to leave the house and go off a of Wi-Fi. So I would like, we'd record it and then I'd sit for like another 45 minutes and Mike's living room just staring at my phone like that. It's almost done. There was one time where we had to, like I was emailing the, the I don't even know what she her role was at Bumpers. I remember her name was Lena. And I was like, Lena. We need help. The <laughs> podcast won't load. And then we replaced Lena with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what he's doing. I never looked back. No, After but the technical difficulties. <laughs> I the the show today. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But like, it's been brilliant, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, we've, we've, we, we hang out now and like, it's... Again, like, it's I, good. I said this before. Like, I, knew, I knew Andy through work and I knew Mike through work. And then, yeah. do you know what I mean? But it's like, I've actually started hanging out and become part of our own social circles now as well, yeah. which has been nice. It's also good because um, no matter what's going on, like I'm a creature of habit. Like I like knowing what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. I'm a planner. Yeah. So I know that every day, Tuesday or Wednesday at 8 or 9 (laughs) o'clock, that we're going to be at this table. We're going to be around this table. And it also pushes me to, I know not much today, but like it's also pushing me to be creative, somewhat creative. Mm -hmm. So I got to set time aside to say, well, most of the time when I'm on the shitter and you know, pants around my ankles, (laughs) I'm banging out. Yeah. Get my best work done. I'm banging out stuff into that notepad saying, all right, I need to, I want to talk about this. Can I make a joke about this? Mm. Or can Jordan make a joke about this? Or, or what can we do to entertain people mm. for almost two hours every week? So I was wondering, I was buzzing because like I feel like it's going to be a bit like so much confidence, but like, I will say it's confidence. Like, because I remember when we first started doing it, I wasn't really telling folk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's that small town mentality. But now I'm just like, oh, fuck it, I've got a podcast. That's small town behind yeah. you now. Ah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's good and like, like with a stand-up and that as well. Like, I'm always fucking writing ideas doing because I feel like I've yeah. got the the boys to date now because like it transfers yeah, yeah. It, transfers, it transfers into other areas like yeah. I was transferable skills transferable, transferable skills. skills yeah and I, you know what you said you put it on your CV as well and I was like you know what I should be putting this shit yeah, on my CV why, it's, why, it's, why it's, not it's like, why not though it's, yeah. a, it's a legitimate skill isn't it oh, 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 oh sipping oh, the buys you again I'm reading it out like a trooper but uh oh Andy's got oh, the oh, mean face on a minute to swallow that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what she said this close this close yes <laughs> but um, I like, and I think as well. I don't know if you that when you went up and you done your bit of blend, mm-hmm. do you feel easier talking? Because absolutely not. I was terrified. <laughs> I find it. I find it easier to talk because I felt like I just used my podcast voice. Yeah. Do you know, like uh, next time, you know, when you work in a call center, you get your phone voice. Yeah. I feel like I used my podcast voice when we went up. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Um, shit. What was I just gonna say there? I don't know. He's distracted me. No, but Paul's, Paul's, uh, Paul's hooking us up. Oh, okay. I'm trying. Um, yeah, just, just being creative is something that I want. I wanted to do something that was going to help me be creative in, in, in some way. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was at work last week, and I got a, a couple of people onto the podcast, and then it feels like five people turned around to work and be like, oh, you have a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I was a subscribe right now. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, well, have a listen. And then throughout the rest of that week, people were stopping me in the kitchen like, oh, listen to your show. I was on a run listening to it. Or yeah. I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was just doing the dishes and I had it on from the background. You know, I got a couple of laughs at it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, thank, thanks for supporting. You know, well, that's, just, that's, that's how it grows. It does. Yeah. That it's is the same as any business. It's, it's word yeah. of mouth, man, especially with podcasts. And like, it's been, 
it's been great, like you say, like Paul said, having folk from Perth and like yeah. for a small city, there's a lot of interesting characters and people who are <laughs> who have can done stuff. I think that we say it all the time in the show. Folk always says fucking nothing goes on in Perth, blah 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 blah. But I think between the three of us and we've we've realised straight away that actually there is a fuck ton of stuff going out uh, there. It just yeah. took us to go out and speak to these people to find it did. out what and was I think going people on. have been really receptive, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because folk are interested, like because there's not been stuff like this done before in Perth. But that's the no. that's the keys getting different. I know everybody keeps burping. I'm nearly pissed <laughs> off the scent of it. And I think I think the if you, the, the interesting things the the guests you get on, and the, yeah. they've got their own demographic that they they all appeal to as well. Yeah. Like the personally, it'll be the martial artists or the guys that are in MMA and UFC. Yeah. But then you, you'll get somebody else on that's got another interest in their. They'll pull their their people that are listening to that. You know what I mean. Well, that's what I like the best about it. And I said it when when uh, Brandon was on. It was like this is a topic that not that many people like. Not that many people are barbers or have haircutting experience. Yeah. But the way that they talked about it, um, Brandon and um, Grant. and Grant, sorry, the way that they talked about it, it was just kind of like. Oh, everyone can relate to starting their own business. Everyone can relate to, to having passion about something. And that came out very well. When I listened back to those things, I was like, wow, they make me want to go fuck cutting, fuck cutting, ugh, cutting <laughs> fucking He's hair. fucked, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then that, that's true though, Mike, because then a few weeks later, you were like, I've got this idea for a barbershop, boys. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then last week, what was it? On Sunday, it was the restaurant. Uh, the Renum restaurant. Renum Spoons. Renum Spoons. <laughs> I'm so surprised Brilliant, I didn't bro. get shit for that. Oh, mate. See, the thing as well is like... Um, I thought, like Rachel said if once she listening, she's like, even if it's no something she could listen to someone talk about something they're passionate about, even if she's no interest in it. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you come on, you talked about uh, jujitsu and MMA and like Rana came on and talked about spoken word and mm-hmm. Mitch came on and spoke about dance music. I went and done something off the back of each and every one of those guests just mm-hmm. because the way they spoke about it made it sound amazing. Like when Rana started talking about performing, I was like, fuck I, I want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. And like Mitch started talking about all these DJs and different artists and that. And I went and listened to Autumn and then Paul started talking about Jitsu and eventually I went, do you know what I mean? It's like... So to bring that up just quickly, when are you actually all going to go and film it? Because that was like, you said you were going to all know, join yeah. in We'll have to maybe see if we can message shit. Stevie and see if we can, we can hook something up. Yeah. Go down when there's like a, if he's got a bit of space. Aye. And we'll, we'll see if he can give us a wee like, mini lesson. Get him yeah. on. I've, so I did, actually, really? I did, yeah. Spoke to Stevie Gray at Fair City's Jiu Jitsu. He says okay. he's going to come on soon as well. Oh, cool. Give him a message, so we'll hook that up. Nice. Uh, Scott Malone's just agreed to come on as well. Yes. Nice. Fantastic. So, what are future you UFC champion going to be on your show, guys? <laughs> future UFC well, let's champion. Let's get him early. Yeah. Yes. So let's go around the table. Uh, like, what is your like favorite moment so far of doing this podcast, or favorite episode, or something that stands out in your mind? I think over the last the, one of the episodes. I'd like to say, everyone loves. I hate saying this, but everyone loves the episodes that Paul's on. Yeah, <laughs> I get a lot of folks saying when Paul comes on that it's just good crack. Um, one of my favorites. I think Andy's the same as one with Andy Henderson. Aye, Andy oh, Henderson. That was, was a, a fucking. That was, a, that, was a, that was an early one. For Aye, me. That, was that, a, was that was a. One of my yeah. first. That was hilarious, man. That was funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> I think if I could pick one of my, I think one of my favourite things about this, and this is really soppy, is the fact that my mum really likes it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's like, because I know for a fact my mum will always be completely honest with me. Yeah. And if it was total <laughs> shite, she would tell me it was total shite, and she doesn't listen. But can she listens off her own back now? And then she's actually started listening to podcasts, like other podcasts on the back of this one like she downloaded the Podbean app yeah. and she was sitting telling me about other podcasts she was listening to or she'll 
Like she'll message me completely out of the blue and she'll be like, oh, about this, I thought this about the podcast. So that's a nice wee buzz. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I think, see, when we just, when we hit the milestones and the downloads and it means that folk are still listening. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I never ever feel like, sometimes like the night when I got here, man, I'd fallen asleep before I got here and I'll see one a bit flat. But see, now, man, I fucking buzzed, I'm hyped up. Do you know what I mean? It's half ten at night, you're absolutely wild. I'm no sleep at four night. at night, man. I nearly fell asleep at Fair City Jiu-Jitsu, but that was a totally different <laughs> kind of sleep. <laughs> I was getting, I was getting <laughs> choked the fuck out. Big guy called Jed was, choking, was fucking choking the shit out of me, man. That's well, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? What's your highlight, bro? Um, well, one of my favorite episodes, of course, the Andy Henderson one is good. Anytime Ronald comes on as well, and yeah. she does uh, a poem that, mm. that again, you relate to that feeling, like with Brandon, like someone who's passionate about something. The way she reads it too is just kind of like, mm. wow, I want to go write something. Um, also, Andy, we had on the mental health episode. That was something that was, that was memorable. Yeah. That was more. I mean, we didn't have. We did joke a bit on that yeah. one. But just because of the subject matter, mm. it was like, it seemed like a real, it was a show becoming a show at that mm. point. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just kind of like, not only can we do this, we yeah. can also do something that's a bit more serious, yeah. you know? So that was, those are moments that kind of jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. Andy, Mark? Eh, I don't know, a couple of things. Uh, I'll never forget uh, Smithy's comment, you stand your ground and fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was about ending myself listening back to that. <laughs> I was editing that. I'll need to pull that one out. Um, no, nah, I don't think I've got like a favourite moment as such. I think for me it's just been a case of like watching you two guys hmm. grow into the role. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, thanks, man. Because, I mean, obviously the first 14 episodes, I mean, I was on as a guest a couple of times, but it was only really then. I never ever listened back to them. Mm-hmm. Never once listened to them. But then obviously because I do this now, I have mm-hmm. to listen back to every mm-hmm. single show. And... Um, it's just you guys have really grown into the role. It's become more natural. Mm-hmm. Jordan speaks into the mic a lot better than he used to be. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. But um, I, don't, I couldn't say I've got a specific favourite moment. I'm just, I like the milestone ones. Yeah. Yeah, birth, one year birthday, 50 episodes, whatever, that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah. I like how it's, there are times where we may now, or may, I'm not speaking for you guys, but I may not feel like I'm prepared for it. And mm. then by the end of that show, I'm like, that went well. Yeah. Because mm. we've done it so many times. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, we're just talking shit now and yeah. it's come we out. Had, we, had, we recorded literally three days ago because I'm away next week. So we're recording this preemptively yeah. and we were sort of thinking, I was like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? But yeah, I like, worried. We, we just said, <laughs> and we talked about nipples. Yeah. We did instantly. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> Instant nipple, man. <laughs> But no, nah, it's been a buzz. Like I said, I said it before, and like I said, I've got to got to know Mike and Andy better. Like so we've known each other for a long time, but like yeah. properly got to know the boys in the last few while, and it's been fucking. You learn dust. a lot about people on this podcast. <laughs> you do, you do. Andy, when you eat anything that's well, eat anything that's pickled. I certainly yeah. will. Um, I had got a question though, and it was asked to me by one of my mates, and I couldn't answer it. Why was the name Monkey Sword Fight? <laughs> well, uh, a few years ago, I, w- I was in a band. <coughs> Uh, called Papa Hotel. They're, they're still they're going. Oh, on, I remember them. Papa Hotel. Yeah. Papa, they're, 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 was that with Scrimmy? With Scrimmy, yeah. Uh, that's right. They're going under the Scrimmy. they're going under the name of Empire now. Scrimmy is the only remaining member of the Papa Hotel lineup. We've got a, we've got a couple of songs that we recorded tonight. Clearwater on SoundCloud. We've got one called uh, Blow and one called Reaper. It was a great laugh, man. I fucking loved it. But didn't so is that a spiritual band? No, no, <laughs> straight rock and roll. <laughs> but no, that was a good buzz, man. And then uh, me and I left, just couldn't didn't have the time. And then the guitarist 
guy called Stuart Stitchell, he left as well. And we sort of toyed with the idea of doing a wee side project thing when we were both fanning about. And I randomly came across this photo, which was the original bumpers picture of two monkeys having a sword fight. Mm -hmm. And I just really, the name popped to me at the time, it was going to be Operation Monkey Sword Fight. And uh, never ever, no, never happened it. And then when me and Matt were going to do the first episode, what the fuck will we call it? And that just popped into my head, and I googled that photo, and I uploaded it onto my phone, and just said, what have we called it? Monkey Sword Fight. Yeah. And I just thought it was something that was a bit different, kind of, it sort of rolled off the tongue. Yeah. I just, that's all it was, man, eh? But, like, I really like the fucking name, too, so. What I'm Still a good name for a band, Operation Monkey Sword Fight. What I'm also really, like, happy about is the, the theme tune, not because my daughters helped create it, but that it's catchy, and that also the big, the end tune that you created Andy, is also catchy. Oh, like everything, yeah, I actually know. I'll say I'm one of my highlights. That means a lot. One of my yeah, my because I, I think it's a wee buzz every time because like if this if we if we kick off for this, yeah, and your girls are going to divorce you and be looking for uh, royalties <laughs> checks. They already right. are. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Andy's Andy, your theme tunes, man. Honestly, yeah, they bring a crazy. fucking like. For like we're, we're an amateur podcast, do you know what I mean? But like, like gives it a fucking element of like. Mm. Professionalism. Professionalism and like the any excuse for me. If oh, I mate. Get a guitar, <laughs> like, the keyboards, honestly, I my favourite minute was when you incorporated that Rangers TV commentary into the oh sports theme God. tune. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my favourite shit, man. Like, it's just the whole process. Like, I like recording, and I like two days later or a day later when we're in the Facebook group chat, yeah. and Andy's like. What's this one going to be called? Or Andy, I like when Andy has, I know it's going to be good when Andy has comments while he's editing yeah. it. And he's like, I'm laughing my ass off here, guys. This is hysterical. And I'm like, yes, yes, we did it this week. Good one. Yeah, there's a lot of work goes on behind the scenes for me. I, was, I will say that, actually. But Thank you. So, yeah, no, man. no, no, I'm not that I'm asking you. No, you know, no, I know like you, that, you didn't, man. You do. Get your dick I mean, out. Come on, let's do it. But, <laughs> So we're just sitting so sucking so here we go. Once we go off, once we go off. This show starts. There's a lot of work for me that goes on behind the scenes and that, and a lot of stuff going on daily with the, the Twitter and all that kind of shit. But it's worth it, man, because, I, you know, you put the effort in and you're seeing reward out of it. It's not like you're just grinding at it and you're banging your head against a brick wall. Mm. Mm. You're really putting the time and the effort in. Uh, and you guys have got a lot of work to do as well because, you got, like I say, I never look at your notes. Mm. I never know what you're going to talk about. So you guys have obviously got to prepare all that kind mm. of stuff, My deal with does. the feedback, <laughs> all that kind of shit. So, you know, it's, it's easy for me to say I, I do a lot of No, man, like, you guys I, I, got, we, you say this, we say this to you all the time, but like, we genuinely, you do a fuck ton of work ah, to make this sound as dude, good as it is. It's worth it because it's, it, it's no light work. I enjoy every minute of it. And on top of that, every week, grows a little more uh, do you yeah. know what I mean it just so it's like you say it's not like you're just grinding away for months and you're going fuck man we've only got 12 downloads every week I'm sitting going oh great well that's us at 150 already this week do you know what I mean so it's worth it man it grows that little bit each week and that just keeps me motivated to just fucking keep doing it man Ken boys as much as I'm enjoying the circle jerk <laughs> I reckon <laughs> I we should maybe we should jump in it a wee bit uh... bra or not Doing that, but every week I love that. I love getting Mike the way look across. So the glad table. you stopped. I was about to cry. Ah, oh, I know. Yeah, it's the alcohol. We just got as well. We got um, we got a lot. The, the overruling, the majority ruled on the, the favorite T-shirt so far. Oh, that's, yes. a good, that's a good picture that you put up there an hour ago. Yeah, those are the ones because it makes we, my chest look big, man. We were sharing a couple of photos there, and then Andy was like, hey, I don't know if I like that one. That one's all right, but that one's a good one. I think that's the best one out of all of them. I think the, the first one that us. you put up, I wasn't looking very well in it. The second one, I was like, just go with that, mate. That's fine. I wasn't looking uh, well. People are, uh, people are loving the, 
the fucking North Park t-shirt. That seems to be the... Um, that, oh, seems that, be, that seems to be the, the, the fan favourite. You, you see, you see what I was so excited. <laughs> I'm just getting the live up. Oh, there's a picture of that chicken foot, man. I just oh, look at it that. and I can smell no. it. Chicken foot, what is it, man? Oof. So, fucking so, bogging. So, uh, are you looking for the bras or not? Yeah, but uh, Mike's, our last guest, Claire, came from Beijing. I've got them here. You got them? Yeah, there's oh, quite a lot of them. It's fucking horrific. High mate. in protein now. Oh, <laughs> doesn't matter, man. That's my new recovery food. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, there's not much meat on the side. I kind of find the post. Cause you got it, Andy. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Right, well, uh, what have we got on the list, first of all? Uh, first up, friend well, of the show. We'll, we'll do the... The two that are in there. We'll do the two. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh right. Yeah, sorry. It's fine, it's fine. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Remember how I said I appreciate you? He's like, what? I know. What? Tell that motherfucker I appreciate it. I know you love Let's go. <laughs> you just complete one. each other. You had them at hello. You complete <laughs> me. Keep it down, my kids. So sleeping. Uh, the first so one like, on the bra or no in our list is gender reveal parties. Gender reveal parties, bra or no? What the fuck is it? So it's these, you know, see <laughs> That's these, what the party's about. You're trying to find what the fuck see is. These videos <laughs> where like the, the folks who are having a baby, they'll pop a balloon and either pink or blue things will fly out. Oh, right, okay. One of the best ones I've seen, I'm not a big fan of these usually, but one, a guy I know on Facebook, his was that he plays golf. Mm. So he teed off in his back garden and the, the golf ball exploded. And it was an exploded blue to see he was having a wee boy. That's cool, but having a party to tell everybody else. Man, I look, that's, uh, it's an excuse for gifts and cards and, and money bows. and yeah, so on and so yeah. forth. I, I didn't, like, it's one of these things where... Commercialise everything you uh, can, eh? It's, it's no for me. Like I, I wouldn't do it, man. I would just... <laughs> what if Chuff said she really wanted to do it? I think it's, I came for a fact she doesn't. Because every time one of these videos pops up on her Facebook, she's like... <laughs> it's almost the same noise she makes when she hears Word with Dots. Ah, <laughs> you love it. I love it, yeah. I do. Shall we retire Word with Dots at no. 50? Fuck off, Hell no. no. Hell no. I need that All to right. get me through my week, man. But, uh, no, that's a definite no. Is that a no, no. from that's Paul? A no. no, that's a no from me. As no, well. I'll go no. no as Does anybody well. else care what the gender you're, you're many cares, mother right, and father, yeah. but. Someone Come along, think about what, what baby I'm about. Ten fingers, ten toes. Like, oh, we have yeah. daughters, though, so we've been conditioned not to yeah, care. Do you know, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's one of these things that's like, hey, look at me, look at us. Absolutely. Yeah. Look yeah. at Absolutely. us. And an excuse to get it on Facebook and then massage your ego because you got 86 likes and 37 right. comments Absolutely. and a couple of shares. Please, please remind <laughs> me to play the video of my friend Anthony just uh, and his wife have recently found that they're expecting. So please... Remind me to play the video after this okay. of him telling his mom. He did it in a very good way. Right. And the New York accents in it are just so harsh. It's like, oh, my God, Anthony. <laughs> so, well, Anthony. It's, it's so, so funny. It's so funny. So remind me when I play it after well, this. I was just talking. Not even, so wait, well, we go around. That's, that's a no from me. No. Get okay. that in the knobbing. Yeah, knobbing. No. Just seeing that um, I was talking about what, what I'm going to be doing November. This year, so I'll be, we're uh, going down to Badlands on the 3rd of November to get clean shaven. I'll be clean shaven for the first time in about four years. Bro. I'm going to share the link on the page because we'll be raising money for uh, mental health awareness and male suicide prevention. Yeah. I've, uh, I was meaning to speak to you about it, so I'll be as well doing it here. Mm -hmm. um, Origin Jiu-Jitsu uh, in Stewart has raised, I think it was like £75 
at a class and we'll give that to you so you can give it to that because that's a strong point with me. That's something. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, I'll class, give you that. Man. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll, be, I'll be going clean shaven and growing in a moustache for the first time in about four years. I'm fucking terrified. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is on the day of the shave when I'm home, I'm going to live stream Chuff's reaction because <laughs> she's never seen me without a beard since we were 15. Rachel says Say she goodbye can't wait to, to chin. Rachel says she can't wait to Say see Jordan clean shaven. <laughs> Rachel says that. Yeah, she can't Thanks wait to see you clean shaven. <laughs> um, next one here. So that was a no. That was straight in the nobbin. What's next? Uh, referring to Instagram as the gram. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike got Andy awfully excited there. <laughs> no, I wasn't awfully excited. I was just, I just thought we were getting on it the night. <laughs> I don't I, no, I don't, I I don't indulge I don't think I could refer to it as the gram without feeling like a fanny Nah, it's just Instagram, isn't it? It's Instagram, eh? Filtered photos What's Instagram? You've got an Instagram I know, I'm Here kidding. we go <laughs> An Instagram and an email address I'm not giving you that, I didn't ask for that <laughs> <laughs> I'm agree, That's a quick no from me, by the way No Someone just fell at your heart <laughs> What the hell is that? I've made a oh, okay. when we were having technical issues earlier But then Andy oh, okay. fixed them so I never got to smoke mm. it Right, uh, that's, that's all from the list so, that's, so far, two no's uh, I didn't even get my vote in there I'm going bra for the gram, I like it All the kids are saying it <laughs> That's why you shouldn't I have gray in my beard So that's why I shouldn't be saying it yeah, <laughs> I'll uh, tell you about the time that we went to um, We went out one night, me and Mike And a few of the boys after we done a fantasy basketball draft And oh, we ended up gosh. in the loft hmm. And we're steaming drunk and some last, we're all dancing about, and some last got to me and she goes, Oh my God, you've got grey in your beard. And I've never seen anyone leave a building quicker. <laughs> I, was, I actually cried myself on the, the, thing on is, the way home. Even as a black guy, the colour drained from his face. <laughs> <laughs> he just left. I remember it. It was and terrible. You see your face clear as day. Just like, I don't think I'm I've been in the loft since then. I don't think like, you have. I don't want to go back there. No. So what we got, Andy? Oh, shit, yeah, anyway, Mike. Don't worry about this. Thank you. Um, but if you want to come on, loft or sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> we'll change our minds. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mitch Hunter. Mitch Car Hunter. Free City Centre. What were we saying to that? So I seen he shared the link. I didn't have time to read it. So I'm, I'm assuming it's it's pedestrianising the, the main central part of Perth City Centre. All right. <sighs> Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the thing is, they've got to do something about the traffic in Perth. And ever since they started doing that fucking uh, housing thingy, the Berfa Park, mm -hmm. traffic has become an yeah. absolute nightmare because it doesn't matter where you put congestion in Perth, it instantly spreads out. Yeah. Especially that Dunkeld Road, uh, pretty much from the police station upwards, anywhere. Trying to get anywhere like, during the day on a Saturday and it's a fucking nightmare. Oh. But with pedestrianising change anything? I don't know if it would make it worse or if it would... It would well, the thing is, personal really got that sort of ring system around of it mm -hmm. to take traffic out of the town. So if you mm -hmm. just shut down all the centre of the town, it's just going to become twice as bad probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, okay. and the Perth's actually needing as much traffic going through it just now as possible so no more shops shut down or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It needs it to keep it alive, and I think. I, I can see he, the... He didn't specify it was Perth. He just said a car view, but... I think... See if there's... Um, like, like you said, like a ring road system, and there's it wouldn't cause mass congestion mm. everywhere else. Maybe like bigger places, it would make sense. Perth's not that big. No, mm. do you know what I mean? So I think it would cause more issues. But I'll say the idea itself, bro. Like the idea in general. Nah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree with the idea. I don't know if it'll work here. Yeah. No. I'm a no. So that's. 50, no, 50 what does Mitch say? Did he give us a... He didn't, no, he didn't give us, he didn't give us any well, Mitch, you have to, to let us know so we can get a decide and vote on that one, because otherwise that one just hangs in the air. Mm. Uh, next up is dressing up at Halloween. 
Excuse me. I answered this earlier. (laughs) (laughs) He's into it. (laughs) I quite like him, man. I think it's a good crack. I think if um, I'm no right, I'm no big into like like pure buying a ready-made costume. Yeah, you like but like not even that, no. But like putting a bit of thought into it is fine. Didn't he just grab a fucking? Ghostbusters outfit off the fucking hangar. Yeah, I remember drive I, about with a monkey mask. <laughs> no, see, that. you put a bit of thought on it, but I, I remember the last time I properly dressed up, I went as like a shaman, and I bought this weird long coat off the internet. I bought some old punk t-shirt that I cut the sleeves off, and I had like folk covered in blood on the front of it. I got a top hat with a wig underneath it, and I painted my face like totally white, and then like blacked out my eyes, and put like a skull in my mouth. Like Papa Shango yeah, from Papa, the WWE. I was effectively <laughs> Papa Shango, yeah. I was buzzing with it because I'd put the actual work in. Yeah. Or if there, if there's a bit of humour. To do in, what? Where were you going? Just go out. You just just go out for it, Halloween. All oh, right. Okay. Aye, I wasn't like trick or treating. Like, yeah, I, like, like, I, was, I went to a party and then we went out dancing. Right. Okay. Aye, good. So it was, it was good. I had to double check that there because I didn't no, want I you like, just dressed up I like, like that for a reason. If it's if it's good crack, um, so uh, it's a bra. It's a bra from me. I like dressing up as monkeys, so <laughs> it's a bra for <laughs> me. <laughs> We we'll get you a sword next time. Yes, <laughs> monkey sword. I'm saying no. Oh, why fucking not? Can he be bothered with Halloween? As far as I'm concerned, that's another fucking American holiday they're trying to shift over here before oh you know we're doing Thanksgiving. No, I'm just, <laughs> listen. It was never. No, no offense, Mike. It was never ever. <laughs> trick, no, no, seriously, it was never ever trick or treating when I was a kid. It was guys in guys in guys in. But now it's become an American. Mm. holiday that's been shipped over here to be celebrated Taken and exploited over. by big business and we just want to do things right and we want the rest of the world to do them right that's <laughs> it like getting obese <laughs> we're better at you than that as well mate it's speaking fuck. American speaking American, <laughs> American. Yeah. but no it's a big no from you, no from you so Halloween, no. Uh, I'm going bra yeah well, my favorite Halloween costume I went as in, at the height of his powers I went as 50 cent I got one of those big muscle uh, vest things but they didn't have it in brown they didn't have it in that it said skin tone, but not my skin tone. <laughs> so I had to buy brown spray paint, spray it in my backyard, let it dry. Thank God it did dry. I went and bought this big cross. It was uh. like filled with like fake diamonds. I had a fake gun in my pocket. I was throwing money around and microphones all night. <laughs> it's a great night. It was a great night. I put. I had how to make old, my how old own. Were you? Oh, I was like twenty, I think. Nice. Yeah, uh, and I had a, um, a like a wife beater on there, and I wrote like uh, G unit across the front. Uh, you went all out. I went all out. You went all out. I went all out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. That's yeah. a bro. got shot That's nine a times. That's a bro. Any pictures? Um, I can maybe find... They were all on MySpace. That's how old it was. That's a, so. that's a bro yeah. within a bro, though. I, I can maybe find the picture. I'll, I'll look for one, and I'll see if I can... Uh, maybe my mom has one. Well, dressing up for Halloween, that's going straight in the brawl of fame. Um, Night and day podcast ch- uh, chime again. Alana and I went as Axel Rosen Slash last year. That's nice. There you go. We like that. I like, like that, that post. PJ, are you a bit of a like a secret like rocker at heart? Do you know what I mean? Is it like PJ and Alana like secret like rockers? I mean, honestly, yeah. you've got to have a look that. at PJ's post that he gave to Alana. I said it on the last show, but check out his frosted tips for his wedding day. I've not seen that yet. Belter, absolutely. That's belter. why she married him. There you go. Uh, right, next, next one I've got is trick or treat. What Halloween themes coming in? Trick or treat. So <sighs> chapping on random doors for sweeties and money. No. <laughs> Hell what? no. Money? Don't come in my fucking door. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get almond butter thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> or is it poo? <laughs> you You'll decide. Have to, <laughs> you'll have to wait and find out. That's a naughty me. No, naughty me as well. Uh, I don't mind trick or treaters. You know, I'll get a couple of... But once I'm out of candy and the door's closed, the door's closed. Don't, mm. don't come knocking. You're not going to write like checks or nothing for them? Or Hell no. Especially I'm not giving any money out to those little shits. Hell no. <laughs> I'm pelting them with pennies. 
Um, as, as I know. PJ saying frosted tips were the shit. They yeah. were at, at yeah. a certain point. Not that I know. I was going to say, yeah. you couldn't pull off frosted tips. No. That's <laughs> 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 the shine of my What head. else we got? I've got uh, Brian Howie has got pie in a roll. Pie in a roll. Pie in a roll. Raw. Raw as fuck. I've never had one, actually. I'm an athlete, so it's enough for me. It's any more cake? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it would be too stodgy, so I'm gonna go. Mate, nah. No, it's good, man. No. It's so good. What, what type of pie needs to be in Scotch there? Pie. Scotch, Scotch pie. Scotch pie. Scotch oh, yeah. pie in a row. Mm. Bit of red oh. sauce on the top. Of it. Oh, mate, I'm starving. Gary Monroe checking in on Facebook Live. It's guising, not trick or treat. Thank, Thank you very much, Perfect. Gary. Cover that guy, yes. that nice one, pal. My boy. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go bra for a pie in a row. I'll say bro. I'm Mike say no. No. No, I'm going no. Unfortunately, I don't no. have a deciding vote here. So again, Brian's not put on whether he Surely thought it was bro I'm just going to assume that it's bro. Uh, <laughs> so it's unsaid. Right, next one up. Uh, Jason West. Jay West. Jay West. Reality TV. Brawl. He's got here brawl or no. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got to start fighting. <laughs> well, we can. Mike loves a bit of Love Island. I do love a bit of reality TV, yeah. Um... I just like watching people do stupid stuff. Mm. So uh, I'm going to go bra. Yeah. No, it just it makes my head itch when I watch these fannies on the telly. Like, so <laughs> no time for that at all. I'm a definite no. Yeah? Definite you don't no. seem like a reality mm -hmm. TV guy. No, no, I'm yeah. not that. No. <laughs> I'd like no, to no. just let Paul loose in one of these houses and just watch him just <laughs> choke these fucking idiots out. <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs> I can just, every now and again, the lights get turned off. You're like, <laughs> And there's just one guy on the floor, and there's this gorilla creeping out the back, just flipping everyone off. I'd buy, that's a show I'd fucking watch. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't. Think Your brother chokes people out. Is that? <laughs> Great show. No one is safe. It could be you, Andy. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna hate to say no, but it is broad because I do like to sit and watch things and just judge people. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really. Uh, it's a big no from me. We all he judge. also says a uh, big congrats on the fifty. So thanks very nice much, Jay. Hopefully, get him on at some point too. Uh, oh, that'd be great. This next one seems to have sparked a little bit of uh, replies off in the comments. So uh, Dylan Stewart off. has got his booting off. Uh, Instagram pages for your pet, bro or no, 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 no. Look, man, I love dogs, but no. See if you've got time to set up an Instagram page for your animal. You've got too much time on your hands, mm -hmm. for real. Like, no, just put photos of your dog on your Instagram. That's fine, but no. yeah. Oh. I'm a no for that. Absolute no. No danger. No. No. Andy. No, no, no. There's no need. It's not like that dog sitting there, like whipping out his iPhone and updating it and doing the same <laughs> selfies. It's got somebody doing it for it. Do you think dog... you've got a human filter for a dog? Oh. You know they've got the filters. Right. They turn your face. Get like on dog. Snapchat. Do you think that there's ones for the dogs? Dogs turn human. Humans. I have I just have I just invented something? I, do, I cannot to just turn the dog's face into a pouting Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can't yeah, can can dogs. I can just point in their direction. It's <laughs> effectively the same thing. <laughs> I didn't, I just, I don't think there's any... It's for me, man. Like, I love a picture or a video of a cute dog, but I'm no scooping through somebody's Instagram for them, so... Uh, I don't... I'm going to say no, because I don't like when people give their pet a personality and they talk as if they are the pet on there and they're like, oh, just going to the beach with my human. It's like, nah, don't, don't do that. We yeah. don't want to do that. <laughs> the reason why That's we like them is because they don't use their phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're not human. So yes. is that a resounding no from everybody? That's a nobbin. Nobbin. That is definitely in the nobbin. And I think that is it. There's I've one more that just came in from Roger Michael. Giving your dog a human name, like Dave or John. Bro or no? I love that. Bro. My mate had a staffy called Dave. 
Mm. And it looked like a Dave, like just the way it would fucking trundle towards you, Dave mm. Staffy. And I love that shit. Like, all right, Dave. It's always been my dream to have a boxer dog called Bruce. Mm-hmm. Just because it's just, it's not a dog's name. It's a man's name, but it's brilliant. Bruce the boxer. We're hoping to get another bulldog, a male one, and call it Vic. So I'm a big bra for that one. Ah. Yeah, well, I get a dog. I'm gonna call him Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dennis I, the dog. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem. But I, I, nah, I, I actually prefer it if it's got a human, like a proper like like, Steve. Like, so what's Steve. what's like not a human name? I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, you get like common dog names like Ben or fucking. They're supposed to Winston. only have one syllable, two syllables max. Well, my, my old dog was when we when when we me and my ex adopted him was called Sven. 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 And I was like, and there's no danger that I'm running about the fucking inch shouting Sven. So we changed it to Ben. <laughs> so it was like an easy, it only took a couple of days and we re- would like you would respond to Ben, but yeah, Sven. I, I can't. It's, it's not even this. They, they all have names, but like just when you give them like a, a stereotypical like just an old dude's name. Yeah. I named my first dog Hector, Hector. after Hector Lombard. Hector. But it was just a small Westie. So I was shouting, Hector, come here! And he'd come trotting along. I think people were expecting a Rottweiler, but it was a wee Westie. I like that as well, like giving big, mean-looking dogs like names like, like you got a Rottweiler and call it Tinkerbell. Yeah. Or Susan. Tiny. <laughs> Don't worry, Tinkerbell will bite you. That's a plumber's nightmare. Oh, who's Tinkerbell? <laughs> Rottweiler comes through. I, I used to read meters, and that, every time someone said, oh, don't worry, she doesn't bite, that was when their ankles was wrapped around my, uh, my their mouth was wrapped around my ankle. You usually find the snippy ones are the fucking wee ones. They are. The wee, yeah. Yeah. wee staffies uh, and the wee fucking Yorkshire Terrier pieces uh, of shit. Your mum's, your mum's dog, annoying. Tessa, right? What was she, a Lakeland? Crosswell border. Ah, Cleveland border, the tiny wee hang. Loves humans. Amazing with kids. And, like, honestly, brilliant. Hates other dogs. I remember okay. me and Chuff were taking her for a walk one day, and this big friendly brown Labrador came bounding over, wanting to play. Called Ben. Like that. <laughs> Boom. Tessa's got a pin to the ground by its throat. Oh my God. And his big Rottweiler pal is barking at Tessa, but isn't he coming nearer? Mm. <laughs> He's like, like, hey, stop doing that. Rottweilers are soft dogs, man. Ah, they're they're brilliant soft, animals. good natured animals, man. They're not what they're made out to be. Far from it. Absolutely. So, um, can I just say, I just got a come through on my DM there as a picture of PJ and Alana. <laughs> I see my dressed up as slashing. Uh oh. Axel Rose. That's a child. It's about time this happened. <laughs> Mike's been a dad. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, so basically, <laughs> while this episode's gone on, Mike's kids have just woken up and come through. And it's uh, 10 to 11 at night and we were still <laughs> going at it on Facebook Live. I'd just seen the door open. I thought the house was haunted. It's kind of creepy thing about this. When Matt bought this house, uh-huh. all the doors, right, the living room door only I had opened. handles on them. No. <laughs> the living room door only opened to the inside the living room. All the doors had slide locks on them. And both the bedrooms were like had like three or four pots of potpourri in them. Oh, shit. This is a murder house, I'm telling you now. Telling oh, Jesus. Now. I don't know I don't know if that's a good thing to say, this close to Halloween. Ah, cool. Right, well, that'll be brought on for this week, guys. <laughs> a little bit of realism for the podcast. We start putting on our sexy voices. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, Daddy, why do you smell like poison? I was like, oh, that's the bijou, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why did you take it with you, though? Is that why, she, why she's about to go back to I sleep? Think I just poured it on her. I'm so drunk. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Like, we'll, we'll go for it. That's brilliant, like the exorcist. <laughs> go back to sleep. Go back. <laughs> this is going to be used in the custody hearing. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ despises you. <laughs> I swear to God, Judge, it was an exorcist. I'm sorry. Don't take my girls away from me. Try this oh, shit. Mate. Right, well, after that, then we'll jump in a bit of what we've been watching or listening to this week. What have you been watching or listening to this week? You don't have to whisper. Why not? Listen, just, you know, let's talk normally. Okay. Unless Andy can crank it up in post. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I've been speaking at the microphone. Um, so I've, it's only been a couple of days since we were last here, so we'll maybe start with our guest. If you've got anything you want to... What have you been digesting? Daredevil. Right. The new series, yeah. Daredevil. You finished it? No, not yet. One a night, so is it kind of huds of suspense. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Really, really good series. And I've never really been into box sets. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to... Grant George got me into the Punisher, oh, and then um, I had to watch Daredevil before I could watch the Punisher. Mm. So that's how we're going to Daredevil. Season two of Daredevil is sensational. Seriously like. good. Uh, anything else? Have been listening, watching anything? Um, no, I've been listening to a lot of Aretha Franklin. Nice. But apart from that, just working, <laughs> so I don't get time to watch anything. <laughs> I've been the same. This we've only been. I was. Um, I recently finished that new The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I heard good things. Oh man, like I love I love horror and it was like suspenseful, the actors were brilliant, the scripting was brilliant, the way that they shot it, they've got a lot of these ones where it's one shots, so there's like scenes where it's just the camera rotating around the one room. So obviously everyone's gotta keep going and this scene goes on for like ten minutes and it there's no the camera does not change, so it's always just been done in one mm. shot and like you you're kept on and like there was one bit that made me jump so much that I actually shouted in my living room hmm. and grabbed Megan's leg and left like finger marks. There's serious <laughs> reviews about like that. that. Like this this Woman. series is meant to be that it's, scary. It's not like it's really? not like it's, yeah. it's, the story's brilliant. There's, there's more twists than an arthritic spine. It's like and then the like the story is it's so well thought out. It's, it's hmm. like there's the problem with a lot of horrors now is it gets to the end and they don't know how to finish it. I think a lot of the horrors now just try to be as gory and as violent as possible rather than being well, suspenseful see, and scary. A lot of these ones were, man, there's a lot of stuff where nothing's happening, but the way it's acted, like, you're stressed out, you're nut. Yeah. And mm. then as well as that, apparently the producers have come out and said that they've hidden ghosts in loads of different scenes, so mm. they don't actually do anything. Mm. But just if you look in the background, you'll see, like, Brilliant. a face. What a great idea. Standing. That's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, man, so I'm, I'm literally, I'll give it the rating, nine bananas. Ooh. It's a high rating. I'm telling it's you, it's sensational. It's absolutely, a lot of bananas. absolutely sensational. I've not heard anybody say anything bad about it yet. It's, it jumps between like the past and the future, and it's saying as around one family and one sort of horrific experience they had while living in this house, mm-hmm. or a, a series of horrific events that culminated. And it is honestly, if you've got, we started it on Saturday and we finished it last night. Like we're like just you're just choking down episodes. Like Sunday night we were up to about midnight. We watched five episodes in a row. Until we literally couldn't keep our eyes open anymore. It is phenomenal. So, Haunting of Hill House. Um, started Daredevil, and that's about it. Been a couple of days. Yeah. Mickey Dots. Uh, this is are all things that I watched before, but I just forgot about leading up until last episode. But um, it was The Awakening. Anyone ever see this with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams? No. I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It was on Sky Cinema, whatever it's called. 
Uh, it's about um, Robin Williams is a doctor. Robin De Niro, I think, has it Parkinson's. He's, he's got some type of disease. Um, and they start doing some things to kind of cure them. And everyone who has like a similar disease in this little ward kind of gets cured, but then it goes back the other way and they kind of all get diseased again. And it's, it just wasn't very good. <laughs> I give, I give it a, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing it any justice by summarizing it that way, but it was about three bananas oh, wow. in my eyes. Yeah, not very good. Highs and lows tonight. Um, Dark Taurus, though. Who suggested Dark Taurus? I watched, I watched a couple of episodes a while ago. Very, very, really good. very good. Yeah. The one where they were in, um, I think it was Japan. Is that where they went to? Not Hiroshima. It was, at, the, it was after the nuclear the meltdown. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Those people look crazy, it's, it's, man. It's, it's this basically this guy who goes around. There's this there's this thing now called dark tourism, mm-hmm. and it's people going on like um, serial murder tours where like renowned murders have been happening. <laughs> crazy. Go and walk into us or there's like nuclear tourists. So they, they go to places where there's been nuclear mm-hmm. fallout, and yeah. they go and just investigating shit. It's, but it's like it's mad fascinating. Yeah. It was fascinating. Mm. Someone, the one when they came to America was a little slow. It was like JFK, and it was they were doing like yeah, vampires I, I only, in Louisiana. I only watched a couple. I watched the ones that sounded interesting because I thought yeah. someone might be a bit slow. But but the one when they went to Japan, like the, they had the, the Geiger counters and like the things are beeping off the job. The guy was like, it's, I forgot what the number was. He was like, when it hits to one point two, that means we kind of have to get out of there. And it was like hitting seven. The thing was pinging at seven. And they were like, Yo, why are we here? We yeah. gotta get out of here. Yeah, people were freaking out. Like the women on the the. Some of the, like, there was a couple of young girls, like, not young girls, but, like, like early 20s folk on the bus, and they're like, well, I can't be here, man. I don't have kids. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, you got to worry yeah, it was, about It was that. interesting to watch, yeah, for sure. Um, And I found a mixtape app. It was, I used to download all my hip-hop mixtapes from Datpiff, D-A-T-P-I-F-F. And um, I found an old-school mixtape that I liked. It's the best. It was right when June was just coming out. It was the best of Lloyd Banks. And I was listening to it at work the other day. People must have thought I was crazy because I was bopping in my seat. I was like, oh, man, this is great. I was singing all the lyrics and everything. So I've been reliving my childhood yes. listening to some of that stuff. So a lot of good stuff on there. Download the Dat Piff if you like some old-school hip-hop. I remember that website for the mixtape. Love Dat Piff. days, man. And is that all you got, Mike? That's all I got. Andy Mike? Hey, what have I been watching? I've been watching Dinner Date. Yeah, the one with the boy Fairy in between us. Nah, it's the one where it's like they send, like, say, a guy on a date with like three lasses, but he's got five lasses to pick from. But all the lasses like have to like make a menu first of what they're gonna cook up. <laughs> and then from that he's then or he or she will then decide from those five menus, which three menus look the best, and then they'll go on a date with the person that wrote that menu. Oh, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen, yeah. It, it's shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That piff. Sorry. Uh, so I was that. I have been watching a couple of YouTubers, a guy called Zimri Mayfield, who's like this graphic designer guy, he's really good. Uh, been watching more Bob Ross, and then I'm going to wait to get myself some tickets for my boy Mark Rebelly. Because he'll be nice. in G Town on the thirtieth of November. Deadly. Um, the damn. night of the CXC huh? <laughs> It is as well, and I'm a judge. <laughs> I'm a judge for the beat battles. Oh no! So I can't. Eg- I just realised that there. Thanks for that, Jordan. So it's a good thing I never fucking bought those tickets. Yeah. Hey. Sorry, I didn't mean to piss on your chips. Oh, I'm gonna have to speak to Alex and tell him I can't make it. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, nah, I'm not going to do that, obviously, <laughs> but... If you do, just edit that part out. And then oh, we'll know do you know how gutted I am? I've just realised that right now. Oh, I can actually see the heartbreak that in your is, face. Have dude, something advise you. Dude, that is heartbreaking. So, yeah, that's all I've been up to, and probably for the next week I'll just be 
pretty down and depressed. Now, not that the <laughs> CX390 isn't going to be absolutely off the charts, but I really, really wanted to see him. I'm hoping to get along that before he goes him, absolutely mental and blows up because he's only doing two dates in the UK, one in London, one in Glasgow. Oh, man, I'm gutted. Right, so just wrap us up then. <laughs> well, I did want to play that video. Maybe we can let it play us out if you want. Okay, or yeah, so do you want to do Would you want me to do it at the end of it? Okay, well, yeah, we'll thank you first. again. Thank you, our sponsor, Paul Patrick, Plumbing and Heating. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome. It's been man. great. I just want to wait to hear. I love when your brother comes on your fucking show. I'm only joking. It's been a pleasure. Mate. Thanks. <laughs> I wasn't really sure where this was going there. I'm only joking. No, Cheers, thank mate. you for coming on, mate. It's always a blast. Um, again, thank you to each and every one of you who has downloaded, listened, Commented, given us a broad nod. Thank you, thank you. Agony Andes, anyone who's commented on the music, just anyone who's taken the time to indulge us in this wee passion project of ours, we really appreciate it and we hope to hear more when we get through the next 50. Well, as a listener, thank you guys oh, for putting this yeah. on. This Thanks, You've man. done amazing, really, really proud of all of you. So oh, thank, thank you, you to you guys and happy 50th. Thanks, mate. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean, Monkey Sword Fight, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast, and MSF underscore podcast on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I'm on Twitter at underscore M Dots. I'm on Twitter at Macapella. I've got two email addresses, but you're not getting any of them. Says <laughs> <laughs> Paul Patrick Pullen Heaton on Facebook for all your pipe and work needs and such. He has many spanners. Adjustable ones. Adjustable ones. <laughs> Which adjustable number? Uh, uh, Mike's gonna play us out with some. Uh, I'll set it up first. So, like, my, my friend Anthony, I told you, my friend Anthony and his wife were expecting a kid, um, and he wanted to find a creative way to tell his parents that they were expecting a kid. So, just to kind of set it up, he, he's like covered in pirate tattoos. He mm. likes pirates. So, uh, it's a minute 56, so I may spin it along a little bit. Just so yeah, we get really it, good, but it's just funny because the, the the accents are just super harsh, a lot harsher than mine. I'm not a real New Yorker. And Billy always talks about when you first get out of the tunnel. Yeah, I know, I know Leo, but I'm not. That's one I've always talked to my whole life. Wait, so I'll trace it. Anthony, on the roof. Last night, Anthony got really drunk and got a really dumb tattoo. Here, <laughs> fucking drunk car. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Drunk car. How did he get a tattoo when he was at a wedding? I'll just, I'll just speed it all on just a bit. Person. Oh, God. So now you he's taking the shirt off. So what are they wee dogs putting off? <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. I got it already. Send me a picture last night. I'm always the last to know. Well, it's always been that way. And there's a picture of the baby on the wall. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Ian, for letting me play. All the best to you guys as well. Congratulations <laughs> on the baby. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> uh, but again, yeah, thank you once again, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, please continue to do so and get in touch, and we'll speak to you all soon. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.